You're listening to Nathan Chansky, and this is the Passion with Purpose podcast. On today's episode, I am breaking down my approach to client posing that I've never shared in this much detail before, and my goal is to share stuff that you just haven't heard before in the realm of photography posing. I know there's a lot of stuff regurgitated out there on the topic of posing, so I really want to bring you in on some fresh brand new angles and hot takes that I live by when it comes to posing that maybe you haven't even heard before. Sound like a plan? Let's jump right in. You're listening to the Passion with Purpose podcast for all you creators, dreamers, and doers out there. My name is Nathan Chansky, photographer, business coach, and your host. After building my photography business and nearly giving up after a rough first couple of years, with God's help, I transformed my business from the inside out and became the multi-six-figure business owner with you here today. New episodes drop weekly covering everything I've learned in this exhilarating game of business and life while bringing on some of the industry's experts in the process. All to help you build your business and life of your fullest God-given potential. Welcome to the show, my friend. So we're talking about posing and... I've never done an episode on posing before. Uh, I've, I've actually never even taken like a posing course. I've really just posing for me has just always been something that I've really felt out myself. And um, I mean, by no means have I not listened to or gotten an education on it. You know, I've heard tips and tricks from other photographers here and there. But I will say most of it is really just kind of like felt for me. Like if that makes any sense, just kind of. You know, you feel it out, you experience it, you work with it, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I really have tried to break down my approach to posing in this episode and kind of get it to like a science instead of just like an emotional feeling, right? And um, yeah, I really don't want to regurgitate just what you've already heard in the industry. That's why that's why I titled the episode Posing You Haven't Heard Before, because I honestly want to make it something that it's like, oh, that's a different spin I haven't heard before. Or like, oh, that's like a hot take or something like that, um, because, yeah, I want it to be like that's I, I feel like that's my thing is like I want it to make it something that isn't just going to be the exact same episode you heard from somebody else. Like I want it to be a something different, right? Something you learn new, right? We'll see if that's actually accurate. <laughs> Hopefully it is. Um, but this is also just not like a list of poses podcast, more of a holistic approach for you. However, I will give you kind of a list of some of my favorite poses towards the end of the episode. So make sure you stick around for that. Um, but even then, I feel like I still kind of take a holistic approach to that as well. But anyway, um, but it's it's kind of also like in this episode, it's it's like I don't want to tell you exactly what to think and just like copy and paste what I do to you. But I, I more so really want to show you how to think in the in the in the realm of posing. So not what to think, but how to think. Right. Um, so I have got this broken down into three different parts. The first part is. Well, let me just go into them, and as I go into them, you can kind of like see what I'm I'm going for. Okay, so first, 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 in the topic of posing for my clients, um, we're gonna talk about before the shoot, in terms of like before you get there, uh, when you're still at home, 
when you're like in front of your computer or like talking with the client or whatever. Okay. So that's, that's where I want to first take us on this journey. So number one, before the shoot. Um, and what I want to talk about here in this phase of my approach to posing is the creative inspiration and the research that you do before the shoot. Now you might be like, Nate, what are you talking about? This isn't part of posing. Like posing is like when you're on the shoot and you're actually posing your clients. No, I actually disagree. I think that posing starts not literally, but kind of, uh, the, the idea of it, the, the work that's put into it, it starts before the shoot. And so what I think starts to happen before the shoot is, or what should start to happen is you're asking your clients, you're like, Hey, what's, what's on your mind? What's on your heart? Do you got vision? Do you got Pinterest board? Do you got whatever, whatever you got that's like really making you excited about this photo shoot and like something maybe you have in your mind's eye of what this might feel like for you. Uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of photographers send out questionnaires. I used to do questionnaires. I still do questionnaires, but they're like really short and chill. Mostly what I like to do is just like send them an email and just be like, Hey, what, what are you thinking? I feel like that's just easier for me to look through than like a questionnaire. That's like so long that I forget to look at or something like that. So to me, I think it's really helpful, especially for just a photo shoot, not like, let's say a wedding. Uh, if I send them like for a wedding, I'll send out a questionnaire, full disclosure, but for more of like a normal shoot, I really just want to kind of ask them like, Hey, what's, what's important to you? What do you love? What's, what are you vibing with? What's your creative, what's your creative uh, vision for this? Cause I like to use words like collaboration and I like to work together almost like we're two artists working on something together. Right. Um, and I really want to capture what they're dreaming of, right? Every couple is different. And so I don't just want to give like, again, like this copy and paste, this is what I do for all my couples. No, I really want to make it tailored to them in a lot of senses. Uh, I love hearing a vision from couples, uh, or, or solo, you know, shoots individuals, by the way, I'm trying to get more into those. Um, but I love seeing and hearing that vision and then bringing that to life. That is so much fun for me. And it just helps me understand what they're dreaming of. Right. Um, so that I'm not just shooting in the dark. Like you can, you can always, always, always get inspired by what their vision is. And, uh, you know, even like looking through people's Instagrams, I know it's like a little bit of Instagram stalking, but look through your client's Instagram. Like what's their vibe? How do they, how do they post? Like what types of things do they post? Do they use any like presets on their images? Like, I mean, I'm not going to say you're going to change your editing style just because of their preset, but even just like, what's, yeah, what's their, what's their vibe? Like how do they, maybe if it's a couple, how do they smile? How do they touch each other? Um, it sounded way too intimate. I meant like how, you know what I'm saying? Um, just, I don't know. I think that's really helpful to even like stalk them and kind of get some inspo from them. Maybe if you could even find their Pinterest, I feel like so many people's Pinterest are private, but maybe see what actually they're putting on their Pinterest as well. Who knows? Uh, even for yourself, make your own Pinterest board. I do that a lot now is I will just kind of get inspired by different things for the specific shoot that I'm going on. And I will just go on Pinterest and make like a vision board that helps me understand what we're going for. And, um, you know, like I really try to capture the mood, not just exact like poses, but I will be honest. Um, if you're a beginner photographer and you need to still follow poses and you're like trying to get inspiration with other poses, that is fine. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not like a real photographer. If you, if you see poses somewhere and you try to like remake some of those poses in your shoot, that is fine. I mean, I even, um, 
I've even promoted the unscripted app. I've used the unscripted app a couple times. Um, I honestly don't really use it all that much anymore because I feel like I'm a little bit more established in the posing that I like to do. But when I first, not when I first began, because I don't even think it was out when I first began, but definitely I used to. And I think it was very, even an app like that is so stinking helpful just to give you some ideas for poses. Again, don't let anybody tell you that you can't pose your clients based on something you saw in another image. I think that's a great way to get some creative inspiration to be like, oh, I'd love to try this, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, And I also don't want, well, here's what I would say. I also want to say this with a caveat. Don't let a vision board or another pose that you saw hold you back. So tweak it how you think it would work better for maybe your couple or maybe kind of make it just your own in a different way. Uh, I think it's also really nice to, again, create the vision board and then leave the vision board and just be like, I'm going to leave that home. I'm not going to bring it on my phone or something like that. Um, Because I think you don't, you'd want it to inspire you, but you don't want it to hold you back and make you like the shackles of like, I need it to look just like this. No, you don't. You can make it what you want, right? Um, And then do whatever you need to do before the shoot to really get yourself inspired. Like I love playing music beforehand. Like music that really inspires me for the shoot on the way there. Uh, Take a walk outside if you're feeling really burned out creatively. Maybe, I mean, I mean, this is weird, but like watch a music video. Music videos really inspire me for photo shoots. Um, Maybe don't overbook your day that day so you're feeling like creative and fresh and ready. Uh, And then arrive early. Like get there early, shake off any nerves, like Don't feel stressed. Don't be like riding on that last minute of being on time. Like get there early. Yeah. Like make sure that you're you're setting yourself up for success. Uh, That's really one of the biggest things I want to tell you about posing is like it really does start way before. Do the prep. The best product comes out of being prepared. It always does. Um, well, maybe not always, but I think a lot of times it does. And I think for most people it does. So just give that extra little oomph of preparation and it's going to make a massive difference when it comes to actually being on the shoot and then posing in real time. Number two, uh, set the tone at the beginning of the shoot and determine what your client kind of wants. Um, so this is, again, this is more taking a step further. Like we've, we've covered before the shoot now at the beginning of the shoot, what do we do? Set the tone. So I always start with my couples, especially by saying a few things, uh, because my thought process is if I can give them some general direction instead of just saying, hey, uh, you know, every single thing that I'm like, every single thing that you're going to do and every single way that you're going to move, I'm going to direct. I feel like that's like robotic. But if I can almost give more of a holistic approach of, hey, I just want to set you up for success in general, it almost gives them again, like these more general directives rather than like robotic micro directives. Let me explain what I'm saying and it might make more sense. So I start by saying a few things. One thing that I'll always often say is try to be moving consistently. And this is me speaking to my client. I say, try to be moving consistently. Try to maybe like rub her arm, like as you're standing there, maybe Like you can sway as you're doing one of the poses. Maybe you can just like turn in a couple directions. Give me some options to work with with your angles. Uh, You know, just like try to be moving. It'll loosen you up. It'll make you feel less constricted, less robotic, less stiff. Movement is good. Let it let it out. Another thing I say is when in doubt, 
just look at your person and smile, right? I think that's an amazing uh, just like way to direct people and your clients because it's like sometimes they're just like in those in-between moments and they're like, I don't know what to do. I don't, where do I look? What do I do? And so I always just say, hey, when in doubt, let's look at your person and smile. Uh, Another thing I always like to say is try to be touching in some way at most times. So, and by the way, this is couple specific. So um, if I have a couple and I'm like, hey, uh, do this and they're doing it, but they're not doing it together and they're not close to each other, that's a problem. Because as we photographers know, any space between the two of them is oftentimes so amplified and if people are standing like an inch from each other, it looks like they don't like each other. <laughs> it's just this weird thing. Like they say the camera adds 20 pounds or whatever. Oh, the camera also adds like 20 yards when, when you're dealing with a couple and there's like a space between them. So I always say, hey, when in doubt uh, or not when in doubt, I already said the one, um, try to be touching in some way. It's always just super helpful. Another thing I say is pretend I'm not here. Like as much as you possibly can, pretend the photographer's not here and you guys are just out on a date night together And if we're at the beach, like just pretend you're like watching the sunset together and someone's just like giving you a couple directives every so often. Like pretend I'm not here as the most I can get you in that frame of mind and that piece. That's going to be where you really come to life and I get the real you out of it. Right. Um, Also, another one I heard recently, this is not trademark Nathan Chansky, but I don't remember who it was on social media. But I saw a reel that said, pretend we're shooting a film not taking pictures. And I was like, that's gold. So I love that as well. Again, it's another general directive that just gives people like the, the, uh, permission to be fluid, the permission to just let it all out and be themselves and to keep moving and to flow through things, all that kind of stuff, which leads me to my next one, which is don't stop at the end of prompts and poses, just keep flowing. And so a lot of times what we as photographers will see, I'm sure you've seen it maybe, is you'll give a couple a prompt or a pose. They'll do it. They'll notice that the shutter clicked a couple times in the camera. And then they'll look at you with the deer in the headlights look and just be like, what do we do? And they'll drop everything, right? And so to me, what I say is like, don't stop, please, at the end of prompts and poses, please just keep flowing. Like sometimes I need to get lighting correct. I need to get the angle correct. I, I'm you're you're giving me magic and it might take me a second to capture that magic in all of its beauty, but I can't have you moving like uh, it, probably the most common thing you will hear me say as a photographer is like, don't move, don't move, don't move because people are constantly like, um, well, and that's that's actually probably something that I should like check because that seems so contradictory to what I just said of like always be moving. But what I what I'm actually meaning when I say that. Um, or I think actually what I usually say is stay right there. I think what I, what I mean when I say that is like, Hey, don't just drop everything that you're doing. Please keep going. Right. I think I say something like that. Um, but anyway, I always tell people like, don't stop at the ends of prompts and poses, just keep flowing. And then the last thing I like to really say is be okay. Just being right. Like just, just be Don't feel like you got to jump to the next thing. Don't feel like you have to look back at me and ask for the next pose. Like, just be. You guys are here. Like, just soak it in. Soak in the moment. We have so much time. And we photographers know that, like, we will get plenty of photos of you. 
plenty, plenty, plenty makes culling a whole job. Um, there's no rush. There's no rush. So those are some things that I really like to tell my clients just to like put them at ease, give them a few pointers. And sometimes you might even have to remind them of a lot of these because just telling them once might not be enough. Um, another thing that I've started asking people at the beginning of photo shoots is how much posing direction would you like or how much do you prefer? I have had a few couples who actually have wanted, have like maybe come back to me and um, like maybe if it's a, uh, this is very rare, I will say, but there have been like one or two who have come back to me like between their engagement photo and their wedding and they've said, hey, like love the photos. We're wondering if we could just get a little more like actually more posing direction and like we love the natural like just letting us be but sometimes they're like hey we actually want a tiny bit more posing direction so since I've had that happen to me like once or twice I have basically started you know instead of because I think our first inclination like my first inclination is to be like well that's not like that's not my style and like you know like you should just go with you know no like I take the critique and I'm like okay absolutely and so to me, ever since I've had those experiences, I've kind of been like, how can I make this better for each client? Because I know some people don't want to be robotically posed, but some people might want to be a little bit more posed than others. And that is OK. Right. Since a few couples of mine have actually said that, I want to actually ask them. So I just say, hey, how much posing your direction would you like? And they will tell you. They will totally tell you. And then I think what's also helpful is if they ever come back and say that to you, like, hey, we wanted more direction or something, be like, hey, like, listen, I I, I tried, I, I gave as much as I, or sorry, if they say that you pose them too much, you could be like, hey, I tried to do exactly what you said to do, which was to pose you, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, and not to say, like, you're going to fire back with, like, a, a zinger. But I'm just saying, I think that gives you much more credibility since you ask them what they wanted, right? And and I think they're even going to be so much more hesitant to like even give a critique like that because they you, you probably already did what they asked you to do. So it's just going to naturally flow better. I think so many people in the photography industry are anti-posing. And I'll be honest, it kind of drives me nuts because it's just like there are so many clients who really want posing. They really want to be posed. I'm not saying robotically, but I'm saying they actually want a lot of direction. Okay, And I've actually found that that has been something that so many of my couples like, yes, some of my couples, especially like there was one at the beginning of my my um, career and they were the one the ones who said like, hey, we want a more posing direction. And I think that set me up for a lot of success because now I do give more posing direction. And that's one of the top things that couples tell me is they're like, you helped us so much in posing and made us feel like we knew exactly what we were doing because we are not natural models. And so it's like, yeah, all these people in the photography industry who are like, don't pose people like only ever just let them be. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I know so many clients, like real life people that we're shooting with out there. They're not artists. They're, 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 they're real life clients who are paying us the money and they love to be directed. They love to have someone who is in control, who makes them feel safe, who they can trust. So that's all I'm going to say in that kind of a hot take. Um, and then another thing that I, again, it's kind of like balance their wishes with your creative flow. I'm not just going to say like pose, pose, pose robotically. Balance that also with your approach, right? 
Um, then also ask ideally at the beginning what are really important shots or poses that you guys want to get. Is there anything in mind for you? And then maybe get those shots out of the way first uh, or quote unquote out of the way first. Um, I always say to myself like, hey, like we can get all the shots up front and then maybe the back end, like the last 30 minutes is total experimentation and just like fun because I've I already know at that point I've got them everything that I know they want. And so later on, it's just like, hey, we can do whatever, whatever we want by the end of it, because I already know I got them the product that they want. Um, another thing that I really like to implement is the first 15 minutes doesn't count. That's just my rule. If like, and I'm talking about the photo shoot. If so, if the first 15 minutes of the photo shoot go great, awesome. But if the first 15 minutes are not that great, who cares? I don't rush it. I don't force anything. That time for me is totally just to feel them out. If you try to rush that stage, you will kill your posing creativity. You will kill your connection with them. Just like chill feel them out, see how it goes, get your like get your body warmed up with your camera, get their their bodies warmed up with how they should even feel in front of a camera and just chill. The first 15 minutes don't you have plenty of time to get tons of amazing photos for the second like massive part of the photo shoot. The first 15 minutes don't Hey count. photographers, so you probably know how it feels to be in the middle of a photo shoot and your brain runs out of poses or prompts and you don't know what to do next. Hey, we've all been there, and I want to tell you about a tool that's going to help you overcome that. It's called the Unscripted app. The Unscripted app curates tons of pose and prompt ideas from photographers all over the world and puts them into a single app where you can easily access visual and written descriptions of each pose right from your phone at your fingertips on the go. The poses can even be shared with clients before a shoot through Unscripted's booking portal, which also has templates, questionnaires, and invoices to make booking clients and getting paid even easier. They have a free version for you to try and a paid version, which now even has galleries. So skip the creative block and head to the link in the show notes and download the Unscripted app for free today. Okay, number three on posing uh, and this one is more during the shoot. So now we've kind of covered before the shoot, the beginning of the shoot. Now, what about during the shoot? During the shoot, I want you to watch and learn. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Every couple is different. You know it. I know it. There are some couples where the first one minute in, I can tell they are so easy or they are so stiff. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just like kind of you need to decide in that moment how much posing direction you're going to give. Some couples just flow so easy. Some couples feel like really uncomfortable and you will pick up on that. You got to pick up on that, pick up on their body language, pick up on how you feel like they are interacting with a camera, like pick up on all of that. And you got to decide like, Hey, how much posing direction should I give them? Like some couples don't need a lot. Some couples you might have to get your, you know, big boy or big girl pants on and be like, all right, I got to give a lot more direction because this couple isn't supernatural, right? Okay, so um, what kind of poses, right? In terms of, again, watching and learning your couple, this will also dictate what kind of poses 
some of my poses are very highly romantic and soft and um, tender, uh, emotional, emotive, dramatic. And then other of my poses are very fun and athletic and playful and silly, right? I will tailor the experience to what I notice that they are. Not saying that I'm only going to do one or the other, but you can definitely customize the experience to them. For example, I have some couples that I've worked with who they are very silly couples, obviously. And I found that the romantic and dramatic poses that I'm maybe trying to put them in in those first 15 minutes just to test them out, it feels like I'm honestly dimming their shine. Like it's like they had such big smiles and laughs and like belly laughs and like it was so fun and goofy. And then I'm like, okay, let's do this like, you know, this pose. And it's more of a dramatic, uh, sweet, soft pose. And it's almost like they they shut down a little bit. And you got to pick up on a lot of that stuff, you know. And then there's some couples where they're very emotive almost and romantic and dramatic. And you can just tell. And like they'll do the silly, fun poses. And you can tell it's just like, oh, it's kind of awkward. Like, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's your guys like personality. You know what I'm saying? Um, like you give them like a big. Uh, athletic movement prompt and they're just like not visibly feeling it and sometimes that will happen and again it's not that you do just uh, romantic poses for romantic clients and like emote or fun silly poses for fun silly clients I think it's good to give them some diversity but I also think you really want to represent their story and who they are and so you have to pick up on like hey maybe this isn't exactly the one for them and I'm going to save that for a different photo shoot and I'm going to do this one for them because it's more in sync with who they actually are. Uh, another thing I'm going to say is some of the best poses are just from watching your couple or your client. You know, some of the most awkward couples that I have maybe ever worked with, it's those or not even the awkward couples because I feel like so many people aren't actually awkward. I feel like no one's awkward. It's just like they might be a little bit more stiff, right? It's those in-between moments when they don't see the camera pointed at them that are the best. They are the magic. And all I'm going to say to you, photographer, is be ready for those moments. I mean, even fake them out. Like, put your camera down knowing you're just going to whip it back up when they give you that magical in-between moment. Like, do it. Seriously. Because I think that so often it's when they notice that, like, the camera's not on or whatever that they're like themselves and they touch each other's face or whatever in that sweet unique way that only they would do without a pose or prompt and you're like boom that's it that's you I know that's you and I I know it because it just like looked so natural and beautiful and effortless and that's the moment you want to capture I will even (laughs) I will even make my couples remake a moment because I want to see it again I mean, sometimes I'm I'm honestly just like, oh my gosh, it was so good. Can you guys like do that again? Like I have to have you do that again. I have to have you brush her hair back just like you did just now. Exactly like that. I mean, I do it. I really do it. Um, And it can create some of the most amazing moments. Again, I, I feel like every couple that I've had, even if they're so singing stuff, they always have those in-between moments that I can grab onto. And I'm like, boom, that's it. That's the magic that you were holding back from me. Um. Also, demonstrate poses and prompts all over the place. Like, it really helps if you're not just... Because some people are like audible, verbal learners, learners, and some people are truly visual learners. And so I think it can be really helpful 
to demonstrate those poses and props. I mean, like, hey, listen, I you got to leave your pride at the door as a photographer. Like, be willing to look stupid to demonstrate the prompt or the pose or whatever. Um, guys, if you're demonstrating a pose for a bride, you're going to have to look girly for a hot second. Get over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, girls, same thing in reverse. Get silly with it. Get funky with it. Just, you know, I don't know. I think one of the my favorite things to do on um, photo shoots is to just be freaking me to a T and to lose my pride so obviously so that my couple really feels like, uh, what do I say, like the line of looking like a fool has just been moved like 20 yards out <laughs> because of the way I'm acting. And they're like, okay, there's no way I'm going to act even remotely like a fool, like he's acting. So I can do whatever I want and I won't look stupid. Now, again, be professional, be professional. You guys now always know, like in balance, keep things in balance. I'm not just saying like pendulum swing and be like a nutcase, but I am saying be willing to make a little bit of a fool out of yourself. Um, Oh my gosh, there's this guy. I think his name is Jonathan Suckling. I got to have him on my podcast. (laughs) He is like that guy on TikTok who you will just see like dancing around in, um, uh, he will be dancing around in like the fields and taking pictures of his couples as he goes and just like making them belly laugh at him. I love it. I feel like we can all learn something from that. I don't know how this guy does it, but it's, it's just like incredible. And I, I, ju- I can just imagine being one of his couples and being like, I like, there's nothing I can do that he's going to judge me for because he's already such an open hearted, like silly dude like I can be whoever I want to be in front of this dude you know what I'm saying and I think that's so freeing for your couples and I think that's an incredible way to create that rapport and to create that trust with them so um and I even noticed if, like, if I have a really stuffed couple and then I do this they will loosen up by the end of the shoot like quite quickly it, it it's a real thing um and then also in terms of this is like a little side note I'm going to add in terms of the end of a photo shoot I usually shoot for about two hours just that's the way I do things that I found that that's like the time frame that works really well for me um the last half hour is usually the golden moments or the whatever the last half hour is of our shot of our shoot is oftentimes like the golden moments just saying um so I think just keep that in your mind of Hey, sometimes it takes a bit to warm people up and they might need to get used to being in front of the camera. So maybe shoot a little longer than an hour if you've only been going an hour or 45 minutes. Um, Because some of that, some of that like magic, magic sauce is just a matter of you staying out there longer, not necessarily you getting a better pose out of them. So for what that's worth. Okay, so I promised you I'd give you some of my favorite prompts at the end of this episode. So I'm going to give you some of my favorite prompts. Um, So first one is basically I tell my couples, whatever you're doing, do the same thing while swaying back and forth or moving. So for example, if I say, hey, grab each other's hands to your sides and then get really close, get your bodies really close and put your foreheads together and just look at each other in the eyes. I won't just say like do that. I'll be like now sway and do it and just like rock back and forth and make it like silly and goofy, right? And I think again adding that movement aspect to it immediately creates so much more of like a cinematic image and so much more of just like an emotion rather than just like a pose 
So I think that can help a ton add it to almost like any pose you have. And it can be amazing. Um, even like if they're sitting in a cuddle, have them sway back and forth, have them maybe even like roll over on the side and like, oops, we fell over. You know what I mean? Like how fun would that be? Um, another thing that I do in posing kind of like one of my approaches is something that I have called pose stacking. (laughs) Um, Basically, pose stacking is the idea that you take a pose or a prompt and you add multiple to them and then you give your client that pose like all three or all two or four even at once. And so it kind of becomes this chaotic mess, but it can be really cool when it comes to actually shooting them in motion. Right. And getting those real, real actions out of them. So like, for instance, one will be. Uh, hey, I want you to grab hands and I want you to run down the beach, okay? And then I'll say the next thing you're going to do is um, like Jack, you're going to pick up Jill like mid-run and you're just going to scoop her up, give her a big spin around. And then the third thing I want you to do is I want you to set her down and I want you guys to give like a really tight embrace and just like smooch it out, Okay. So again, you're kind of giving them a flow of like one, two, three, run, pick up, set down and smooch. Like that's like, that's like my thing is it it can really evoke so much more emotion if you're giving them like multiple instead of just giving them one. And you'll find that oftentimes, like if the first one was kind of weak, the second and third pose of the stack will give you an incredible result, an incredible moment, because by that time, sometimes they're laughing and they're like, just, I don't know. They're just like more natural. They're just like trying to figure out what they're doing still. And it's just like, what, what's going on? And it can create some really cute moments. Uh, another thing that I like to do is I really like to do uh, poses that involve movement and running. So I say like, hey, grab each other's hands and run really dramatically and uh, throw your hands up in the air and do like a hitch kick or something. Not really like that, but just like do something funny and goofy. And uh, I always say the camera is going to make it look like 10 times less dramatic. So over dramatize like when you're doing the run. You know what I mean? Another thing I really like to do is having basically one person chase the other person. So if you have um, maybe a running prompt, you say like, hey, like you chase this person. And then when you get there, I want you to just like embrace them or like maybe not not tackle them to the ground, but just like tackle them around the waist and give them like a big, big hug or something like that. I think one chasing the other can be so cute, especially with when there's like wedding dresses involved. So, so pretty. It's just, yeah. Uh, another one I like to do is pull, push, walking or running. So basically it's kind of like one person grabs the hand of the other person. And then as you're walking, you're pulling them one way and then you're pushing them on the, on the off step. So it's like, it's like you like push and then the two people like pull apart and then they like pull each other back in and then they like push each other back out and then they like pull each other back in or one can push and the other can like be pulling or something like that it just creates like almost like this drunk walk if you will um that's really fun and you can also actually do this while running i call it like the slingshot run where you can grab someone's hand this is i'm just gonna be honest this over a podcast is gonna be so hard to describe <laughs> it's even hard to describe in person but basically you take one person's hand 
and that one person while you're running you kind of fling the other person out in front and then that person who's out in front now kind of like grabs that person's hand and flings them out in front and so it's just like this slingshotting of each other as you're running and it's just so cute um another thing i like to do with posing is facial posing so yes you can pose people's facial features okay so sometimes i will say instead of uh like look down i will say put your eyelids down right sometimes people just aimlessly look out and so if you can say like hey put your eyelids down it's amazing it's just like a super nice way to get a soft dreamy vibe out of somebody um another thing i would say is like relax your eyelids so maybe they're like just like looking at you with kind of like googly eyes you can say hey relax your eyelids and they just give you a softer gaze um another thing that i will say sometimes is breathe out of your mouth and i know that sounds weird but a lot of times people will like have their mouths really tight uh and i notice it just looks like really harsh but if you can actually like just open your lips just a little bit and i tell people like breathe out of breathe out of their mouth it can actually create like a much more soft and cinematic look to their face it's it's a thing um also just in terms of posing and like inspiration and posing, I will say get inspired by the randomest stuff. Inspiration is all over us. You got all around us. You guys like there is I get so much inspiration for posing from movies, from music videos, like I said, from real life, just seeing a couple in real time at wherever you're at in public and just seeing like a cute couple loving on each other and like. I don't know, like kissing from afar or just grabbing each other's hands or arms or whatever it is. Um, like old vintage photos, like Pinterest photos, like your honestly your own relationship. If you are in a romantic relationship, that can be so helpful. Like me and my wife, I get so much inspiration for how couples just interact with each other on a casual day-to-day basis or a super romantic basis and it's like how do we touch and how do we like vibe with each other and like what poses are we just naturally finding ourselves in that can be the most active source of inspiration you can get like honestly I probably get so many pose ideas just from me and my wife Kayla and like how we interact with each other Woo! okay so hope this was so helpful you guys this was a really fun topic to talk about i've never again i've never done an episode on posing but i honestly kind of liked it a lot and maybe i'm gonna have to do another one of these sometime but um thank you so much for listening i hope you found this so helpful uh if you want to write a review if you found the, if you found this helpful it would mean the world if you want to share this on your instagram stories same thing share it with a friend in text messages dms whatever if you want to reach out to me and just be like yo keep up the good work love what you're doing i always love those messages too you guys are the best thank you for being here and i will see you on the next episode